Hi, Ron here, and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. Welcome to Fringe. And once again, me. thank you um, for joining us. Tonight, um, I just wanted to share this message with you, and I'm just going live just before our sermon, just to kind of go through it, because uh, people have been asking why we haven't been going live lately, so I'm trying to correct that where we can. Pardon me. Tonight, I want to look at Isaiah 55. Now, in the middle of the week, you know, I do, I've got other hats and I wrote a, one of the courses for the Barack Centre, one of the training courses, looking at our church fathers. And Justin Martyr, one of his major passages which developed his belief and his culture was Isaiah 55. He believed that pretty much everything you would ever need in the, the, the Bible um, is in that passage. And this intrigued me, so I dove into it and studied it and looked at it a bit more. And I can kind of see where he's coming from. So Isaiah 55, I wanted to dive into tonight. Now, I want to start a story you see, um, Isaiah 55, I think, if I had to name it, I would call it the Great Invitation. Because that's what it is. And it reminds me of a story, and I was reflecting on this, happened some years ago now, but I remember uh, reading about it in Mexico. There was a, a small family in this outreach town in Mexico, this little place, who were having a birthday party for their little girl. I think she was 11 or 12. Um, and they did up an invitation on social media and said, uh, please come to our party. Everyone's invited. We're going to have a horse race, food, drinks. It's going to be wonderful. Please, everyone is invited. But there was a mistake Instead of hitting private when they sent it or, or putting it to this particular post, which was just for the surrounding villages and, and this area, it went worldwide. This thing just went and spread. And it was popping up on, on people's media feeds and all sorts of things. Um, and they got 1.2 million RSVPs to this little girl's birthday party in this small little village in Mexico. Wow. That's amazing and incredibly overwhelming. Could you imagine that? You put on a party for one of your kids and you get 1.2 million RSVPs saying they're coming. A Mexican airline even got into it um, and offered people 30% off their flights if they were flying into this little village uh, for this party. It was insane. And the party came, and thousands and thousands of people showed up for this party. Unfortunately, there was an accident with the horse race, and one young man died. Um, it's no one's fault. It was just one of those things which happened. But thousands of people responded and turned up 
And it reminds me. This is the great invitation, this passage. But same in life. Thousands and thousands of us answer and reply to inf- to um, to invitations which weren't meant for us. That invitation was meant for that local village in the around area, not the world, but the world responded. We respond to invitations from the world that cannot and will not deliver what is promised. It would seem that our Lord does not find our desires to be too strong. Let me say that again. Our Lord doesn't find our desires too strong, but rather too weak. The things we look for, wealth, status, educational, whatever it is, the things we are reaching for are too weak. The Lord is offering us more. C.S. Lewis, I'm pretty sure it was, once questioned that. said, we are far too easily pleased with sex, drinking, and our ambitions. When infinite joy has been offered to us. It is an invitation that God extends to us sinners. So I want to dive into Isaiah 55. Come all who are thirsty, come to the water. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labour on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the riches of far. Give ear and come to me. Listen, that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the people, a ruler and commander of the people. Surely you will summon nations you do not know and nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord your God the Holy One of Israel for he has endowed you with splendor seek the Lord while he may be found call on him while he is near let the wicked 
forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither my ways your ways, declared the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts from your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from the heavens and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so the yield seeds for the sower and bread for the eater, So is my word that goes out from me, from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace The mountains and the hills will burst into song before you, and the trees in the field will clap their hands. Instead of thorn bushes will grow the juniper, and instead of the briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be the Lord's renown for everlasting sign that will endure forever. When I read this, I read an invitation. For all those who are thirsty, come. It's a far-reaching, life-transforming invitation. Now, when this was written, a lot will say it was about David's line, and it was. But there's more to it than that. It's not just about the lineage of David, but it's talking about the Messiah to come. It is a call to leave Babylon, to leave the Assyrian rule. See, the people were looking for a new David for their own selfish reasons. They were looking for this leader to do it all for them. But that's not what is on offer. But they are told to carry out David's very function. To look after each other. To bring God's word forward. To offer pardons for people's sins. The same sin that took them to Babylon in the first place. They are often a pardon from. When we preach this message, God is proclaiming it to the world to come and drink. It's an invitation to God to be true. God offers to feed us, to fulfill us, and to forgive. His people. 
The invitation, however, is not merely a good opportunity. It's a spiritual obligation to engage. To be, not look for the new David, but to do what was needed to be done. True sanctification is only found in God. But the trick is, the sinner must come. There is a condition. Come, says verse 1. Everyone who thirsts, come. The great invitation is extended to everyone. It's like when I read it, God is standing on a street corner, spruiking. You don't have any food. You don't have any money. Come. I'll look after it. I'll feed you. You who are thirsty, come. I'll give you water. There's living water. I love that image. God on the street corner, spruiking to the people passing by. But the deal is you must come. Stop focusing on the world out there and come. You do not need money. It's already been paid for. You know, the rich live their lives with money and the poor with labour. But neither will have the same outcome as what God is offering. They both are wasting their lives on sin. we find out that it does not really satisfy. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world but to lose his soul? What does it profit a man? To have a fancy car. What does it profit a man To have a wonderful house, a great career. What does it profit a man to have fancy clothes? But yet his soul is naked in front of God. God invites every single sinner. He's extending this invitation, spruiking it from the street corner. But we must go to him. The one thing it says is it will not last. I don't know when that this offer stops. This offer is too good to be true. But it's for a limited time only. I don't know when it comes to an end and I don't want to know. All I know is that I'm there, sticking my hand up. I'm here. I've come. The good news is, he will, he will, it says, abundantly pardon you. No matter what you've done, 
no matter your past. He will abundantly pardon you. I don't even know what abundantly pardon means. But I like it. I'll have some of that. You see, there was a story online the other day. I saw of this lady who had a dream about Christ. She was a little girl. It was like she was walking along holding a dad's hand. And the dad's hand had slipped out of her fingers. And this woman was weeping while she told this story. She looked up and her dad, in this case Jesus in the picture, was off in the distance. With his hand reached out behind her for her, but she had slipped away. And the fear and the sadness which overcome this woman because she'd slipped away. She was getting left behind by Jesus Christ. He was reaching for her, but she was not coming to him. So one thing we are called to do is to come. You know... There's one other great thing I want to mention before we turn this off and leave for the night. I have an app in my car. Anyone, I drive a lot of people around. Anyone who knows that I've got this insane thing which calls people when I'm praying for them quite often. Um, but it has a directional thing like a Tom um, Tom or one of those which is called Waze. And this app you know, takes me to all sorts of places. I drive to lots of places. I've got no idea where I'm going. And I trust heavily on this, this ways. And um, not that long ago, the other day, I was driving on the south side somewhere. Um, no idea where I was. And I'm driving along. It's kind of late. I'm tired. And I missed my turn. It says, you know, turn left. Left. And um, I missed my turn and I keep going. You know what happens, what, what this Waze says to me? It doesn't say to me, you idiot, why didn't you listen to me? What's the point of me telling you where you should be going? Figure it out on your own and shut itself off. No. It just politely recalibrated itself, did whatever it did, and it said, in 600 metres, please do a U-turn on the roundabout, and head back. God is like that. God allows U-turns in our lives. He will give us a U-turn and bring us straight back to that point where we messed up and give us another opportunity to come to him, to turn in the direction he wanted us to in the first place. I am so grateful that God allows U-turns. Spend some time and look into Isaiah 55 this week. It is incredible, this great invitation which is given to us. Try and read it and try not to see God standing on the street corner spruiking. 
Come to me. You don't have any money. Come, I will feed you. You are thirsty. Come, I've got water. You don't need anything else. Just come. Nothing else is important. I want that. Lord, I ask you, I pray to you, to reach out to all those who have missed the term. Gently give them a nudge. Say 800 metres down the road, do a U-turn and come back. You've got another opportunity to make the right decision. Lord, I encourage you for those who are hanging around fringe church cells everywhere. Give them that nudge. Turning around is, is repentance. To stop doing things the way that we thought. Because your ways are higher, your thoughts are higher. Allow us to do those U-turns. Encourage us and help us to come back to that point where it all went wrong. And let us come to you on that street corner, Lord. Say, I'm here. I'm in. Just reach my brothers and sisters who are lost in addiction, in owning things, in wealth or in poverty or in drug addiction or whatever it is. Help me, I'm here, to reach them. Use me. Use others in French. To point people back. To repent, to turn around. Find the place where it went wrong. And come to you. Thank you for listening to another episode. Thank you. And please, don't forget to sign up to the thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today.